We live in a world that, in many ways, is very well ordered. Our daily routines are generally well thought out and become almost automatic in their performance. Family life is also quite repetitive and routine. Our jobs or professions take on a consistency that most find comforting for its predictability. We like routine and predictability because we can almost go through life on autopilot. Disruption is not sought out and often shunned when presented. Then why would Jesus step out of eternity and into our time and space to disrupt our lives? That doesn't sound very pleasant. In fact, it could be construed as mean and rude. Why would a loving God come to disrupt and seek to start our lives anew? To answer that question, we must travel back nearly 6,000 years to the very beginning of time, as recorded in Scripture. And I quote Genesis 1 and 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Close quote. The second quote is from Genesis 1, 26 through 31. And I quote, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be your food. And to all the beasts of the earth, and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And it was evening, and it was morning, the sixth day. End of quote. God imbued man with free will. He was free to choose his path. In relatively short order, man disobeyed God's command to him, as we read in Genesis 2, 16 and 17. And I quote, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die." Close quote. Adam allowed temptation to overrule God's command, and, as a result, he sinned and fell from God's grace. As a result of Adam's disobedience, God's perfect world and its intended order was corrupted by the sin of disobedience. It is into this corrupted world that Adam's progeny is born. God's love made a way to return divine order to our lives through the atoning work of His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. He alone paid the ultimate price to defeat the corrupted order man had created through the shedding of His perfect blood to pay the price needed to restore man to unity with God. As Adam was given free will to choose who he would serve, so too have we been given free will to follow who we choose. 
There are but two choices, God or this fallen world. Choose God. When you do, order, peace, and abounding love are given to you as a free gift from God through His Son, Jesus Christ, and manifest in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. How will you choose? God bless and Shalom.